Welcome to the Blackout Podcast where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have model, actor, banker, Joel. But thanks for coming to the podcast today. You're welcome. You're welcome. So which one actually first? You're Nigerian. Let's start, let's start from the origin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when did you move to Canada? What was the reason behind the move? Okay, so I moved to Canada um 2021. During that COVID period. Right, right. Yeah, I moved in Canada at that time. That was around April. How was that experience of moving during COVID? <sighs> it's it's a long story, but I'll just try and give you a summary of it. It was very bumpy, right? Because of the COVID restrictions mm-hmm. and Jade Justin Trudeau saying that you can have both parties landing at the same time. One of the primary primary applicant was land first before you can land again. And oh, that you, was the thing. That was the time. You can't so, just come as a family. You can't come as a family. You have to stay in different hotels. You have to stay in Toronto first and spend like three to four days. And make sure shit. you get clo- um, tested. God help you. So if you're positive, you're going to pay out of pocket for it. You're going to pay out of pocket, definitely. But right, right. for any time you're positive again, you're going to spend an extra day again to stay, quarantine yourself on your own cost. Holy smokes. Then you now have to now... Wait, that first four days is still out of pocket? Yes, it's out of pocket. So you just have to make sure that whatever is happening on the flight for you coming, you're just trying to mind your business. <laughs> don't talk to don't me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Try as much as possible to be in your face marks for every little thing. Down right. to your sleeping, even if it's... It becomes very uncomfortable using the face mask sometimes. Mm. So... And at that point, you just have to pray and hope <laughs> that you don't get affected or you don't have COVID during that period because it's very, very uncomfortable. Mm. Plus, you have to not meet, speak to a doctor. That you're going to be on a waiting list. Oh, my so gosh. So you have to conduct the test looking at someone like via, via a video conferencing system. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the person say, tear this out, put this in your nose. Right! The person is seeing the test confirmation. <laughs> And then I'll tell you, take it, seal it, put it in the fridge. Somebody will come the next day to pick it up. What? So. Oh yeah. my gosh. That, the, I think coming into Canada at that time. Wow. That first one month right. was not comfortable. So, uh, you spent for the, did you, uh, how long before you actually got to Nova Scotia from? So, when I did the f- three, I think it was three days, yes. And now check did my test. That and you don't leave the hotel room, right? You don't leave the hotel room. You don't even <laughs> go down to the lock. So they're literally just going to be on the rooms. The, That's the, like imprisonment. Yeah, somebody just knocks on the door, your food is on the floor there, you just drag it straight inside. <laughs> you will literally eat the hotel food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my god. I literally had to call someone that I've not met before through a friend to just tell the guy to order something different apart from the regular food. <laughs> So that one just sent Uber Eats down in Toronto for me. He came to meet me at the hotel. That was a four-point shout in there. Yeah. And I had something different. Mm. So you just keep staying out of the window, just keep saying everything. I'm like, oh, when will this end? So I really understand what that process was, was very trying one. Yeah. Yeah, it was very trying. But it was good because you just have yourself. I was trying to shut trying to adjust with the um, Nigerian time and the Canadian time. So I was waking pretty oh, early. Oh, yeah. Nigeria is in the future. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was waiting, waking pretty early, like four, three. 
And my day starts then, and by 7 p.m. Canadian time, I'm already wrapping up for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just some few adjustments, but it was good. Holy shit. Um, and what was the reason behind the move, though? So it was just basically immigration. I wanted to leave Nigeria, mm. start family, get myself together. And, you know, just we've, we've done, we've, I've been in Nigeria literally all my life. So coming out of Nigeria and starting something different mm. was one of the reasons and uh why canada the present canada presented the opportunity so i had to just go for right, it right 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 right. so you came like a permanent resident yes which makes it so much easier exactly so um and then when you got got to nova scotia any you just moved into a place you had already planned or yes so i before i make any decision, I always try to reach out, just reach out as much as I can. Mm. So I reached out to someone that knew someone that knew someone that had an Airbnb that she wanted to start. And I was like, mm, housing crisis has always been there. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's just give it a try. And we spoke and he was like, okay, you all should come and spend the first one month here. Mm. If it's okay for you, you can keep, we might consider those you, Paying month to month. Right. So we literally stayed in the Airbnb place we landed for one year. Oh my gosh. So we just came with our clothes and everything was furnished already. So we were mm. just literally saying, shout out to the host then. Right. Came what part of town was that? It was Pryfield. Oh, okay. That was fair. At Sambro Road, <laughs> Old Sambro Road. It was fair. It was Did cool. you get a job right away? Or? Yeah, speaking about the job, I started interviewing back in Lagos. Oh, okay. For, can I mention the bank name? No, nah, I don't want to give them free promo now. <laughs> In that shit. So it was a bank, they have the red logo, so anybody can find out. So <laughs> I interviewed there, I, I said inter I sent in my resume and they scheduled me for the first interview. I was back home in Nigeria doing that interview. So at um so this was what was happening. This, I had the whole thing playing all along. So when everybody leaves the office back home in Nigeria, because my house was not far from the office in Lekki, yeah. I lived in the island, I would just stay back at the office and do the interview with them at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. So it was only the cleaner that was in the office seeing that I was just, they don't think I was always staying down to the end of business. I wasn't <laughs> pressured to go home. I had all those cooking. So I had the first stage of interview and they were like, good. I told them I'm coming to Canada in some couple of weeks. I'm just trying to wrap up. And they were okay, that once you land in Canada, send us an email so we'll schedule you, book it, you in, we'll book you in for the second stage of interview because it was still going to be online. Nobody was in physical interview. Right, right. So I landed here. I, Previously, before that, I've been doing some interviews back in Nigeria. Different companies. Different companies. Mm -hmm. And most of them, I didn't... Because, you know, as a new immigrant, you think that, hey, let me just get something. If it's that bad, if it's bad, let me just get something. But I still... I didn't have a clear part of what I wanted at that point. Mm -hmm. Because I was working in a bank in Nigeria. We do basically investments, loans and investments. So I was like, let me, let's me try something out. Let's try something different. And I was just applying, just straight out general resume to everywhere, mm -hmm. getting calls, both the ones that will not pay salary, both the ones that are saying. <laughs> so I was just like, let me just keep getting the interview. So one thing I told myself was the more interview you keep doing, you keep building yourself. Right. Your confidence level keeps improving. Yep. You begin to your communication keeps improving. You start getting confident. You just start there's that there's that place you get to whereby you know you know what to expect when mm. they throw the first question. Mm. Because you've spoken I've not spoken to Canadians at that time. Mm -hmm. So 
those were the where I was just building confidence from and just leveraging it on it. So it was really good. And I had the second set of interview and I resumed the next month. Oh, wow. In the same bank or a different one? The same bank. Oh, okay, okay. And I, um, and I got to offer some two banks though, but I just took that one. What, what was the deciding factor between the two? Hmm, nothing really. I just felt like I was just, you know, the f- okay, that one was coming from, from a recruitment agency. The other one was coming directly from the bank. Oh, so the other one you have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just weighing options that recruitment agency, yep. my, what if they cancel the contract? Yep. If I knew better, I would pick that one though. But Why? Because there were a lot of stuff I got to figure out much later. Like what? what? Like at the end of the day, that one was more remote. The other one was asking me to be coming down to the office <laughs> once in a while. So you before. prefer remote? Yeah, so at that point, I was not looking at the pay, but at the end of the day, and I found out that it's both the, the what matters is the experience, you know. So it was oh. to the experience I needed. I needed to get some corporate experience from the bank here. Yeah. Right. Leverage right. on it, build my build more. So either way, it was to it's a plan out well. Okay, so and uh, I guess you know gradually life opened up and mm-hmm. everything. Um, when did you move into like move to Canada? Like what month of April? The year? April. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's smart. You didn't come right in winter, though. So. I didn't come right in winter. <laughs> but like, I gotta ask, how was the first winter? Mm, they had power outage. Yeah. What? So we had power outage and goddamn. And um, what was funny about the whole? It was it was cold. Yeah. It was cold. It was cold at that part. It was very cold at that point. And I also felt like. Uh, this is the winter, okay. We had the winter boots, we had to shovel snow. I fucking hate shoveling. So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, is there more to this? You know? Right. And we go out, you're trying to drive, and your tires are screaming. Uh, uh. <laughs> I think the day I got scared was, I was driving one day on that Dumbrack Road, if you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I was trying to... <laughs> tried to match the clothes and the brake was just going I'm like no this is not happening to me so apparently it was frozen oh my god! I didn't know holy shit I didn't know I didn't I was like okay this is a very 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 bad experience so and I learned that you need to leave the car running and just keep matching that brake like let it pump some that like, is anyway. insane oh my I god I didn't know like wow. I just smashed it and it's like, I'm like this is not good <laughs> And I wasn't speeding that much. And no, I was like, yeah. this is a highway. It could have been worse. Yeah, you know? so, yeah, yeah. So those were those kind of early experiences. I got to experience that it was cold. You have to un- stay with the heat on every time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hot and you need some cold air too. So trying to strike that balance <laughs> doesn't... It doesn't really work sometimes, but I, I think I think everybody needs to experience it. My experience was very different, right? And I was still going out during winter, and there's this winter depression they told me about, which I experienced it because everybody's literally at home mm. and nobody's going anywhere, and it's looking like business as usual because nobody's going anywhere, and you just talk to your phone, Netflix. I think we have a routine in Canada when it comes to that point. Yeah, everyone is just in the house. It's just in the house. Your All phone. The- <laughs> Something is watching on Netflix. Yeah. Something is watching on Prime. Everybody releases a new show. Then. Everybody releases a new show. You've yeah. caught up almost all the whole shows going on TV. So <laughs> it kind of, and you don't have your work. And I think there's just, it's just a pattern that goes like rinse and repeat kind of thing. So do you have a favorite season now? If you had to pick one of the four? I think I'll pick Summer. Why Summer? <laughs> I don't know. Because 
this summer, I won't say I've spent Saturday and Sunday alone in the house. Like, I've been out every time. Right. Like, it's always one house party. Is it there? We are chilling somewhere. Is it there? We are helping someone in the store, like, attend a gazebo in the patio. And we are dead till like 2 a.m. in the morning <laughs> and you know just something to just get out of get us out of the house is either the friends just say oh what are we doing this Saturday let's grill I go and get the beef you get the fish we go get drink and before you know we just have people coming around because that's just the only way we can just make the best of what we have you know yeah so, yeah no that is true that, okay so you got the job you're settled now um the which one came first modeling or acting Mm, I think acting, I think modeling, they both came at the same time. Oh, okay. How so, did it start? So I was just thinking, I started keeping this dread back in Nigeria. Yeah. My manager didn't like it. And they were like... At, at, the, at the bank? Yeah, in Nigeria, yeah. Why is it an issue? Yeah, they, they just... They just came and told me, okay, something happened. It wasn't this fool. Mm. And something happened. We had a general meeting. Then I didn't tell them I was leaving the country. Okay. So I was just playing the solo. <laughs> Let's see. Just what looking at the time that yeah. the flight has been booked already. <laughs> and they came one day and they're like, they just gathered me in the staff also in the office and like, uh, let me say how they say, say, Madam won't be happy with the way you're keeping your hair. She won't tell you, but I think you should cut this your hair. I'm like, my <laughs> face is what is selling. I'm selling, I'm making selling doing my transactions. Why are you guys bothered about the hair? So in the morning, I went doing office working period. Mm. I went to the barber shop down from on the mainland from Lekki. Mm -hmm. I went there. Do I, I casually dressed and everything. When they now cut my hair, a bit holy low. shit! So I now looked a bit different. I came because I'm like, since you guys want to, I complain about my hair. So the other, the whole day is go to the barber store. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Bagada. My baba is there, did everything. I bought a lot of time. I think I was just waiting three. Let's wait to four. <laughs> we finished at four. And I came back. Are you back? Oh, you look different. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything on that day. Yeah. And then I came. I, was, I just wanted to leave my hair. I wasn't going to let my brain and my face be doing the talking. Let's just mm. leave everything. I do good. I dress well. I'm fine. I'm good and everything. So I just thought about it. I think I could give this a try, you know. I did some couple of acting, not really a couple of acting, I just jumped on, opportunity presented itself to me and I just jumped on it. It was a series on African magic called um, The Bed Brethren. It was an African magic. I did, I usually provide- This was back in Lagos. This was back in Lagos. I usually provide cars for them when they need cars because I sell cars there and I provide cars for them and somebody was supposed wait, to take- Wait, it. wait, 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 wait. You walked in the bank. Were you also doing the car selling yeah, on the yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. So, I was like, um, what do I do? I think I should. I was just, they were just like, ah, Joe, we need some cars. We need some, we need like two SUVs and two salon cars. Preferably, we're looking for a Camry 2016. We're looking for a RX 2016. I can have How it. does that work? So do they rent it? Yeah, they or? rent it. Oh, okay. They rent it. So <clears throat> I have friends that have car shops. I'm like, yo, I need the car. I'll pay the driver, somebody will drive it, they pay for the gas, they bring it down. Or sometimes uh, if I'm in the office, I just join them, take the car there. And they had a scene one day and the person didn't show up. And they're like, I think you can go for it. And right. I went for it. What was the scene? <laughs> so it was to be a driver and be an informant at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and it had like four scenes. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Four scenes was a lot. And they told me, hope you'll be around for the next. I said, yes, of course. <laughs> 
So once I finish in the office in Nikoi, then I will go down there. They just tell me you are shooting for, but we used to shoot very late because movie production takes very weird time. So they were shooting once in one day at eleven thirty. Wow! Imagine coming from the. But office. inside though. Outside in the Holy garage. Holy shit! Yeah, and they needed you to just stay, and they needed you to say a couple of words to the lead role, and you just need to say that twice or three times, and your scene is done. Mm. And you had to wait for that time. Mm. So I just felt like I could give it a shot. So I signed up with an agency here. I felt okay. Let me let me just try it out. And we we have we have the film industry is going in Halifax now. And I signed up with this agency that gives throughout more options for people to come in to do background acting. Hennessy, Hennessy casting, yeah. So I give that a shot to. I got. To do background acting for Washington Black. That is big. I did Washington Black. For, where, where, where did they shoot it? So I went to Lunenburg. So they came, paid the hotel I stayed for seven or eight days. Yeah. God damn. So there was a car to pick me up every morning and bring me up if I had the option to go. Sometimes I would go and come back. The car would bring me back to the house. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is yeah, yeah, I know. I remember, I remember that. Um, so I had a couple of friends that work on that show, mm-hmm. and I remember it very well because they had a good budget. People were really happy working well, on Washington. The Black. budget was shoot there, <laughs> and the check was coming. I'm like, mm, this is good. <laughs> and we just did it, and gradually, other stuff started coming. Like Sullivan Crossing came in. Mm-hmm. Um, Trailer Park Boys came in too, and I started doing some shoots with photographers. We have pretty nice photographers in Halifax, and I was like, let's just do some collaborative shoots and just take pictures for fun. I have the clothes, I have the looks. Let's take pictures. So, what do you like about the film and the modeling thing? Uh, what I like about it, I, I just like the fact that it puts you out there, mm-hmm. and you just. You you seeing people, you're learning from it. Anything that gets me interacting with people is fun for me. Why? I just that because that's how I build. As in, I don't know. Maybe be, the level I've gotten to now, I feel it's because I had to talk my way there. Oh, <laughs> so like networking, building network, and trying to trying to see what the next opportunity will be. Because when right. I started doing the background acting, someone said, "Joe, you can do commercials now." That was how commercial started springing up. So let's talk about commercials. How did I like? Which one was the first one? The Have first you done anything for Kent? Because those niggas. I didn't do for Kent. Okay. I didn't do for Kent. They were asking. They 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 wanted a blend of all, both worlds for a family shoot, and I did, I wasn't striking that look. I think because of my dread, sometimes it streamlines me. I've heard from the back friend that because of my dread, so they tried to find a way to balance. So I don't. I didn't want to go more into those conversations. I had it, and the person was like a good director, told me this is what happened. And I'm like, okay, mm. okay, it's fine, but I'm not cutting it anyway, so. Yeah, yeah cause I was the, only, be- the only place I cut all my beards was Washington Black. I shaved up everything. Like I was looking like those old 90s, like with the rag coats, horse riding, everything looking so, I saw myself I'm like, Jesus, this is cool. <laughs> I had the beards off and everything, but it was fun. It was fun. I mean, yeah, beard. I was gonna ask so if there's a production that comes in, and then they say this role is great for you, but you have to cut your locks. I will cut it. You will cut it. I will cut it because it said it's great for me. 
And it aligns with what I want. Right. And my managers, management signs off on it. Mm, you know. So right now, I mean, I know you're doing the thing with Hennessy casting, but who, who else are, are you working with anyone else? So Hennessy casting throws out jobs every day. But right. I think because of my regular nine to five has been making me very bit busy to go for this shoot. Mm -hmm. And even when they send me private emails saying, I think you should apply for this, I and because it's coming, it's they don't give me like a time, like they don't give me notice ahead. Oh, it's like come tomorrow. It's like telling me you have a shoot for Monday and telling me Sunday evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't fake comic calling sick every right. time. Because I don't know. The problem with most of these gigs is that if they don't get it done that day, because you've started it, you need to finish it. Oh. Yeah. So that's why they used to ask that there might be an extension. Mm. And the last one I was doing this other project, I could just take out my vacation days and just do it. It's for the, it's for the hustle, man. Mm, mm, it's my vacation day. I don't mind. Maybe, imagine having eight days out of your vacation day. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And we are working in those periods. So mm -hmm. I always want to make sure it's long. So if I'm getting a BG role, no offense, background acting, I feel I've done a lot of background acting and I'm trying to see if I can do Switch it up thing. a bit, a bit, and I've done. I do a lot of auditions. Like if you check my phone, I record a lot of videos and send to NSC like every minute. So, um, what are some of the roles you've auditioned for? So there was this um, movie they're working on that looks like a Toy Story kind of movie. Oh. I auditioned for one of them, and other commercials that just come out, I, that, like this mental health commercial I did with Nova Scotia government. I was just I saw, yeah, let's talk about that one. So I was just playing around it and I was like, oh, you fit the role. Just told me, come around. One hour, easy peasy. That's why I like this kind of one. <laughs> one hour, my lunch break, I would just go. Yeah, where did you shoot? In someone's house in Bedford. Oh, okay. Yeah, just come in. And the way they're waiting for you, like, yeah, they say, you're like, we're expecting someone at 3 p.m. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with someone. I'm not expecting anybody <laughs> different. But it's fun. I just go. That day I had, as in, I was like, oh, commercial, no problem. <laughs> I did another one with um, the Nova Scotia government. I did another one with um, with the law firm, McGill. Yeah. There's a law firm in Canada, too, I did for. The same production guys knew me. So they said, that guy fits it. So. Uh... When I was showing them the outfit, they said, wear that blue sweatshirt you keep wearing. <laughs> so if you no notice idea. both commercials, like it's the same, yeah. different shirt, yeah. but the sweatshirt is the same blue. There, so yeah. they were like, there's something about it. I'm like, oh, this blue sweatshirt was really That's your lucky shirt. I was my lucky shirt. <laughs> is it the gift from someone or you got it yourself? I bought it myself. Okay, I okay. bought the blue and black because I, I like blue. Blue is like my best color, favorite color. So I was like, okay, let's give it a shot then. Who knows? And that was just it. And I just keep building for me. So when I see some, unlike before, I would just jump, apply, and they would right. tell me. But now. So you're being more strategic. I'm more, now. I'm more strategic now. I'm looking at how long is this project going to be? Mm. You know? And I don't blame them too, because they are working on a tight schedule too before the weather changes. Because when it gets winter, they slow down production. Yep. I have to be considerate about that. Right. And they don't shoot weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's something they need to. I think. They need to. I th I think you know, but you kind of have to understand also on their own. It's like you are working at a bank, that is their bank, right? You don't want to work on the bank on Saturday. Exactly. So, so that's what I'm just saying. Like, um, when we were doing Washington Black, they mm -hmm. were shooting on Saturday. 
Again, they have a lot of money now. So, <laughs> they have a lot of we money. We were shooting on Saturday. We were shooting on Saturday, even down to like 1 a.m., 2 yeah, a.m. Who they mind? Have, they have money. There's also, I mean, you have to consider. I have to consider because <laughs> literally everyone, I, I, I might be speaking for some other, I mean, not just speak for myself only because mm. most people come in there have their 9 to 5. They do. I mean, you kind of have to have a 9 to 5 because. You know, you have to pay your rent, mortgage exactly. or whatever. Exactly. You know, for your car, gas is expensive because you need to drive to the um, audition anyway mm -hmm. and, and pay your phone bill because you have to shoot your Exactly. Stuff. So you do need that 905, but like, um, it's, it's so like um, with the acting, is it, I guess, what do you like about it? Just get to express myself, basically. Mm. Like, there's nothing really. I, I just like taking on new things. It's it's a new opportunity that came. I'm like, I can do it. I can do it. If he can do it, I can try. Okay, okay, okay. That's just it. <laughs> so, Not like I slept and wake up. Nah, 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 I dreamed I was acting and won an it, Oscar. Uh, it pays the bills. It's yeah. good. Can do and it. Um, so was the mental health thing the last thing you worked on? No, so mental health was the first one, but we know how it works in the government before they sign off and right. stuff. They're going back and forth. It wasn't my business. I've done my part. I've gotten mm -hmm. paid already. If you like, release it in 10 years is your problem. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, this came out well. <laughs> like I, I was trying to put myself in this state. Like I saw the message you were trying to pass with that advert because mm. I was in a very depressing state when I did that shoot. So it was it winter? No. Oh, okay. It was a regular day. I had so a, what had you said? I, I I was down, had something at work. Oh. I had to do with work. I was so down that day. I just like there's a shoot to do. They made us good. So that mood, they didn't want the bubbling jewel. Like mm. the other commercial you saw, I was smiling happy. Mm. This was a mental. I'm like yeah, speak up. So it's like every the universe worked in that because. The, the directors and the guys said, you know what to do when you're on set. You know, I, I don't waste their time. Because I know when they say they have to tell this person, can you do this like this? Can you do this? <laughs> and it's a lot of problem, you know? So I think those yeah. are the things that I watch a lot of movies. I do YouTube, I listen to podcasts, and I try to see how people get into set, how people get the reading. Mm. We had the first conversation with the, um, the production manager and he told me, this is what we're trying to express. We're trying to express someone that works in IT. I was working in that space too. Someone that's tired, stressed out, has a lot going. As I was saying, I was just putting myself in that mood, putting myself in that mood. That was it. Mm. That was just it. I was just... And that came out very well. I love it. So do you see a situation where you might do stuff behind the camera, like write, direct... Mm, now for now, I used to work in in church. Then I used to handle the camera back then. That was something I loved doing, though. Sorry, that was something I loved doing. But I don't know. Maybe opportunity didn't present itself. Maybe work started changing. The dynamics started changing. I think if I had gotten more opportunity to have that like something to continue back here, mm -hmm. that would have been good, you know? But I'm not, I'm not writing that off, it's too possible, because everything, I, I used to tell myself, as long as there's life, there's hope, and you want to learn, you can always get something. Yeah, okay, so I said camera, how about like writing and directing? No. No? No, no, that's not <laughs> Why not? It's, I, don't, I don't know, it's not my, it's not my thing. Maybe Fair you enough. can write and just read to me, and let me 
put myself in that state. You uh, just want to be the actor. Okay, so I, I know you were talking about like how kind of your real life and ex the way you were feeling that day helped with the sets mm -hmm. and the shoot for the mental health thing. Mm -hmm. But say it's a day where you're not, like you're bubbly, but you have to get into that stage. Mm -hmm. What are things you do to have to get yourself into the character you have to portray in front of the camera? Um, it's just the same approach I take with my regular job. Like the job is the job. Do you understand? So yeah, it's just like it's that. just my own work ethics. Like I feel it's pain, right? Right. This is what I need to do. I need to do this. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just the way I'm programmed. Like if you are being paid to do something, mm. see that something that it's if you don't do it, what well, it messes up with the other guys' jobs, you know. Right. So I try as much as possible to understand that a lot of people are, a lot of things are hanging on this mm. imagine okay i come for a shoot now the makeup artist is there production is there sponsors are there watching in one room and i'm messing the shit making it shit to get those guys to come back again is going to cost them money and mm. we stay in canada where people get paid per hour mm. so mm. why do you make their jobs hard and yeah. write yourself out of the industry because it's a small space they were like that one nah. no <laughs> <laughs> we have to shoot him five times before exactly. we get one line. So. Oh my god! Talking about that, I remember my friends. They went to shoot, and it wasn't even like a film. I think it was even an interview. Hmm. And they were like, <laughs> they couldn't get the guy. Like when the camera is off, the guy is talking, talking. When the camera comes on, <laughs> and that's and that's that's hard because you're. You're you're literally wasting everybody's time. Yes, <laughs> the camera came on and the person froze. Yeah. Okay, so um, you talked about like you know in summer you love summer doing barbecue and stuff, but between work, the modeling, the acting, everything you have to do, mm -hmm. what are some ways that you relax? <sighs> relax. I watch TV. <laughs> what shows do you even like now? Uh, shoes. Uh, is there any particular one? You know, anything that comes on Netflix now, we just have to jump on them. Not really. <laughs> I feel like we are just, these shows are just thrown on us and we don't have no choice. It's like, oh, this is a new one. Okay, like, I'll watch. You, there was a day I had to watch Prison Break from season one back to season eight, season <laughs> six. Like, there's nothing else. Like, yeah, anyway, yeah. if I come back today, which is where I stop, I start again, do three, three hours, go bed, come mm. back again. Before you know, I've finished 20 episodes already. Mm. And there are some series, you're just taking it one step at And you know, our attention span these days is so short. It's so small. Yeah. And... You're watching some movie, you're asking, where's this, where's the writer? Where are we going with this movie? <laughs> Especially most of this Nollywood movie coming on Netflix now. No offense to anybody, but I just feel like there's just a lot of stuff coming in and without, you don't even know it. You just feel that you spent an hour watching rubbish. <laughs> You know? yeah. Are you sure you don't want to write that direct? No, Cause, I don't. Cause like, if you're, you know what? I, I feel to me, I think, when you see someone doing something wrong, it's like, bring it, I'll do it myself. No, I, I don't want to rubbish anybody because creativity is not beans. But I just Fair feel enough, like, yeah. I just feel like we're not foolish. We're not stupid <laughs> now. So you can't just... I rather want to watch a skit. Yes. Because these know, days I can literally watch a skit that I know they're making a fool of me. Mm -hmm. And they're making a fool of themselves. Mm -hmm. And be entertained. Now watch something that, where are you going with this? Like... What do you want us to gain? I okay, I know what I'm going to ask. You mentioned Prison Break. What are shows like from all time that you've watched that you enjoyed? Shows, apart from that one, 
I think I've watched the Expendables down to the new one that it does drop. Oh, I'm not. How was the new one? Just there. <laughs> that one was just. <laughs> I think. I think it was just there. I've. I think I've seen. I've seen a couple of. I'm the kind of person that can go back to a movie that I've seen last year. Right. Just to stay afraid, just to watch it and mm. just get that buzz. Did you? I watch the Fast X. Did you watch oh, that one? See the Fast X. You know when you've seen the Fast X and you've seen everything and you're like. They should have stopped here. Or they shouldn't have gone far. But remember that you know, they went to space. I remember that a lot of people money is involved. So yeah, and you just look. I'm, I'm like, whatever, because we don't have much to do apart from work and family. Just it's just to watch what we have, you know. Mm -hmm. And how many times you want to hang out more often, you know? So it's just sometimes it might just be an old show. Sometimes I like to watch like some sport commentary mm -hmm. just to just to keep myself busy. Sometimes mm -hmm. I just want a podcast playing in the background and I'm right, watching. and it just yeah. I just want to turn on something. Let me just be hearing that subtle noise and mm. just hear what they're saying. So that's wow. Okay, uh, man, I'm having so much fun talking to you, but I know you have a, a lot of things planned for the day, so. I'm going to let you go with this one, though. You've moved to Canada, spent a couple of years now here. Mm -hmm. And if someone watching and they're thinking of moving, like, what are some things you'd want them to know to kind of, like, prep for moving on, living in Canada? Um, for different purposes. Like, it, it, it depends on what you're coming here to do. If you come in here as a student, it's a different trajectory for you if you come here as a permanent resident is a different trajectory for you so i always say this to my friends like in as much as we go out with you remember your remember your why remember what brought you here remember that you just have to get it done like there's just a lot of people who are waiting on you to succeed and you really have to and i keep keep an open mind and also don't be scared to take on new challenges. Like I, I, I look at myself and I tell myself, I, I think I don't tell myself I'm doing well or not, but I look at where I've come in, I'm like, oh boy, mm. you've done a lot in a couple of two years. And I may not be, a lot of people have stayed in this country for more than 10 years, five years, but I look at where I am now, I'm looking at that fire in me that wants more, the hunger to be better than where I am now. So that's just it. Even in your place of work, you have to be outstanding. Nigeria, we were limited because we, we had to be everybody's friend for us to get some certain things. But here, where you know your work speaks for you. Mm -hmm. So anything that makes you, that gives you class, anything that makes you just stand out, just do it. Mm. If you have to do some courses to make you stand out, do it. If you're here for school, focus on the school. I understand that it's going to be very, there's a lot of bills piling up, but remember the future goal while you're here. You're going to get this done at the end. You're not going to be in school forever. Mm -hmm. So... Because remember what brought you here, you get that done, everything starts aligning for you. So that's to me, it's like what everybody should have in the back of them. Remember where you're coming from. It might not be some people came from some people come from rich homes and I know where I'm coming from. I'm trying to change that scope and mentality of it has to be different. Mm -hmm. It has to when it gets to me, it has to be different. So that's just that mentality that gets me going. Surround yourself with people that are very positive-minded. Like, I can't overemphasize that. The kind of friends you meet when you land in Cook Canada has an effect on you. Mm -hmm. That for a fact. I've known that in a hard way. I've learned that. I've seen that happen. I'm, me, I'm a very happy. Yeah, I knew the people I was going to hang around with. So, so there are a lot of people I met when I landed mm -hmm. 
in the first six to five months, we stop talking. Mm. We go apart. We're not aligning in the same place. And I didn't want the situation because I want to see you succeed. I want to see you succeed. That's why we're here. But some people are of that mentality. You have to be on the same level with them. Oh. They, just, they don't want you to grow. As, and you can't do more than the information you don't have. So if you stay in a place whereby the information they're telling you that it's only you have to work here to get here, mm. and you don't know that you can branch out of there to be successful. Do you mm. understand my point? So those kind of things is what you have to put into consideration for someone coming in. What the kind of information you're taking, even as a student, even as a PR person. So you don't say, ah, you are here, this person was doing it. No, it's, I understand that we like to do this competition of everything, but fuck that, sorry for my word. But what I think is, you, you are adult, you know what is good and what is bad. Mm -hmm. So you can always ask around, know the kind of people you talk. Sometimes I, sometimes I have to meet you to meet that next person. Maybe you are not vibing on the same level. Maybe I feel like that person is saying what I want to hear. Mm -hmm. I will just be your friend to meet the next person. Mm -hmm. Because that's how life was. Because I've seen here that having the right people, people just putting referrals for you, people just saying that that guy is good, I feel he can deliver. They put you in. It's not, it's not, it's not juju to mm. work. So that's just what I think. Be open-minded, be ready to meet people and be ready to take in the right advice. Not every advice is a good advice. Enough. Wow, Joel, thank you for sharing that nugget of knowledge and uh, thank you for coming to the podcast today. Yep, we'll be here soon again. Yes, so, yes, so.